Hello, podcast. Welcome to episode 63 of the Yours Truly podcast. My name's Claire, if you've never been here before, but I'm so glad that you are joining us for the 63rd episode of our show. And I have to say, before we dive in, I feel like I give this disclaimer practically every week, but something is in the air. Maybe it's home improvement season. Maybe it's yard work season. I don't know what it is, but my surroundings right now are kind of loud. There's someone doing housework in the condo beside me. There's someone mowing the lawn outside. So I think this microphone is pretty good at filtering out background noise, but if you hear anything weird going on behind me, know that it's kind of outside of my control and maybe I should look into a different place to record podcasts that isn't so um, susceptible to outside noises. But wherever you are, Whatever you're doing, I hope that you are having a wonderful day and that maybe right here before we hop into our episode, you can take a moment, maybe take a couple of breaths to just check in with yourself. Notice how you're feeling today. Notice where your headspace is. Notice how you're feeling physically. Are you super energized and ready to go? Or maybe are you needing a day that's a little bit slower, a little bit more laid back? Just take a moment and check in with yourself. I know I try to do this a couple of times throughout the day because it's really hard to figure out how you can work for your body rather than against it if you don't really even know how you are feeling or if you don't really know how you're showing up to every moment in the day. So take that moment, take a couple of breaths. Maybe I'll do an awkward pause here. Ah. I hear you breathing. How wonderful is that? Also, how awkward did it feel for me to stop mid-podcast recording and just pause for like 10 seconds? But hopefully you were able to use that pause to your advantage to check in before we hop into today's episode. And speaking of today's episode, I'm really, really excited because we are bringing back a theme or a type of episode that I've offered a couple of in the past, at least a handful, maybe more than a handful, but I haven't done one in a couple of months. So I'm really excited to bring one of my clients or one of my graduated clients now, I should say, to the podcast to share a little bit about her intuitive eating journey what she's learned, what she maybe was skeptical of before starting, and what she wishes that she would have known before jumping into a process like this. So before we get to hearing from Nicole and hearing her story and learning from her lived experience, you know what we got to do is we have to feature our Yours Truly Goal Slayer post of the week. So this post from my free private Facebook community comes from one of my current one-on-one clients who is in her first month of working together, or of working with me rather. So what you will read here, what you will hear me reading, is her reflection after our first ever coaching call. So she writes, good morning, everyone. It has been exactly one week since my one-on-one phone call with Claire last Monday, and I already feel like a new woman. A weight has been lifted off of my shoulders, and the concept of never having to diet again, not constantly searching for the new or best program, and not weighing myself every morning and night 
or more, and feeling the freedom of being, air quote, allowed to eat whatever I want has been amazing. I feel so much more in tune to my hunger cues and satiety levels, but have definitely not been perfect because obviously none of us are. Instead of beating myself up, however, I have been able to give myself grace because Claire has such an awesome way of being supportive, encouraging, positive, and not making me feel condemned in any way. Whew, (laughs) right? What a fabulous feeling to come out of a weekend not feeling nearly as guilty as I normally would. Almost 30 years of air quotes swimming in diet waters, as Claire would say, it's going to take much longer than a week to break that. I just wanted to say I'm happy to be here in this group with all of you, and thank you to Claire for being so accessible and encouraging to me on this journey so far. Happy Monday, and she has three emoji hearts to finish out her post. So I want to give a big shout out to this goal slayer, to one of my newer one-on-one clients who is hopping into this journey and is really taking some time and effort to take a lot of stuff that she has learned about food and dieting and her body over the years of what she calls swimming and diet culture and flip all of that on its head to open up her perspective, open up her mindset to maybe learn some habits or some ways of living that not only support her physical health, but also support all other realms of health as well. So I couldn't be more proud of her. And after taking a little bit of time to digest just what we went over on our first call. She wrote an amazing takeaway for everyone else in our group to read and to benefit from, from someone who's going on this journey with me in a one-on-one fashion. So... This is the point in our podcast where I invite anyone who is not currently in our free private Facebook community to come join us. Now, if you've heard about me talk about this week after week and you still aren't there, then I'm going to talk about it again and invite you again because it is such a supportive and awesome community where we have posts like this where we can learn from each other, we can share what we're going through on our journey. And especially over the next week, once you are hearing this episode, we are actually going to be doing a really fun challenge here in our Facebook community. So this is the second challenge that we have done. I have decided since the first one went so well and so many people in our community made really awesome strides and some awesome steps towards improving their own relationship with food that I want to do these challenges quarterly. And since we just entered into quarter four, being the first couple weeks of October here, I figured why not start out Q4 strong? So this is our second ever hashtag down with diet culture challenge, where the whole gist of this is if you're in our free private Facebook community and during the time that this challenge is running... You do anything to challenge a food rule, a rule that you have about movement or exercise, or a rule that you have about how many times you have to step on the scale to check your weight, really anything that 
diet culture has taught you about air quote health and nutrition and your body, all of those there are in air quotes, and you do anything to challenge that in order to start putting forth the effort to mend your relationship with food and yourself, you can take a little picture of that. You don't even have to post a photo and any little caption here in our community to describe how you are challenging that diet rule or how you are taking down your own version of diet culture or how that shows up in your life one step at a time. So every post that someone makes in this challenge counts for one point. We do gamify this a little bit to make it extra fun and engaging, but that counts as one point. And at the end of this week span of time running from, let's see if I can remember my dates here, This coming Saturday, or I guess by the time you hear this, it will be this past Saturday, October 12th, until this next coming Saturday, October 19th. Whoever has the most points will be up to win our grand prize, which I'm not going to say the prize here on the podcast because you got to be in the community to learn what the prize is. So we'll leave that element of surprise. And if you would like to come take part in this challenge, watch this challenge go down, or just be in our community for other posts, live videos, free trainings that I do. I would love to have you there. So if you want in, there are two simple ways you can go about joining. The first is to find me on Instagram at Claire Tuning. Click the link in my bio and click the option that says application to join the Facebook community. The other way you can access that application is if you simply go on to Facebook and type in the search bar, the yours, Chuli Goal Slayers, you will find it. You can hit request to join and I will message you privately. So please be on the lookout in your inbox. I will message you the link to that application so you can fill it out. I can learn about you. You can learn about the community and we can welcome you into our little internet family. So I would love to have you, and I'll hopefully see you soon. But without further ado, my fancy transition music coming in here. My neighbors probably think I'm crazy because I talk with my hands, and I keep the shades open in my office so I can see out. So if anybody looks in at me doing that transition music or talking on the podcast in general, I most definitely look like a crazy woman because my arms are literally waving around (laughs) everywhere. I know you can't see me, but take my word for it. Any of my clients know that I'm a very big hand talker. But little tangent there. For our main content of the podcast today, like I mentioned there at the beginning, I am featuring yet another client spotlight episode. So I actually recorded this interview with a client back in July, and she has since done what I call graduated from our one-on-one coaching program, and we worked together for about 10 months. So from this past January of 2019, and she graduated at the end of September, I do believe it was, end or beginning of September. So nine, 10 months, we were walking hand in hand, metaphorically, of course, along this journey, and I am so, so proud of her progress, how she showed up for herself, and how she also 
shows up for her community, in so many groups that she takes part in, in her physical local community to help give other women permission to nourish their own bodies, to care for their own bodies, and to find types of movement that they enjoy that brings them closer to their own body and also closer to other people in the community. So Nicole, if you are listening, if you ever listen to this episode, I really want to thank you for being present with me on your journey, for allowing me, most importantly, to take part in your journey. And I cannot wait to see where you continue to go and how you to uh, continue to disrupt diet culture in your own unique way. So for everyone who is listening, you are in for a treat. Learning from Nicole, she was awesome enough and brave enough and open and willing enough to share a little bit of her story here, so I cannot wait for you to learn from her. The last thing I will say before we hop into the interview is there were a couple of little internet glitches as we were recording this, so if at any point throughout the interview I know there's at least two or three little times where it kind of goes dead for a minute. Um, It's usually when Nicole is speaking and you'll normally hear me pick back up with, I missed a little bit of what you said, but we can piece it together. So um, we're not trying to let perfection get in the way of sharing. Oh, sorry guys. I had a phone call. Aiden, I'm going to have to call you back if you ever listen to this, but we're not trying to let perfection get in the way of sharing the beautiful message that Nicole had to bring with us. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Nicole and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Yours Truly podcast. I'm your host, Claire Tuning, a peanut butter and jelly enthusiast turned registered dietitian, yoga teacher, nutrition coach, and entrepreneur. I believe that happiness and health comes from the ability to truly nourish your body, mind, and spirit through food, movement, and relationships. That's what this podcast is all about. Together, we'll learn to eat gently, move freely, and love fiercely, and probably make a lot of puns along the way. So join me and my stellar squad of guests to learn the tools that you need to break free from a world of diet culture and negativity to fully, gently, and mindfully step into your own source of power. Yours, Julie, Claire. Here we go. Hello, Nicole. (laughs) Welcome. Coffee. Welcome to our client spotlight episode series. Thank you so much for being willing to hop on. So for anyone who doesn't know you, just tell us briefly a little bit about you, who you are, what you do. So we have a little bit of a full picture of who's talking here. Okay. My name is Nicole Cooper. I live in Virginia. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher. Um, I've been on an intuitive eating journey since, uh, January of this year. So it's July now. So seven months, excuse me. Um, and, um, I like to run and exercise and move my body, but I felt like my relationship with food still needed some work. And so that's what got me started on this journey. And so here you are. So you kind of of alluded to, that's okay. You kind of alluded to, you were in some place, some type of relationship with food that you felt like needed improvement, ergo why you ended up here. But give anybody who's listening a little bit of an insight as to where you were before you started this journey, before we started working together. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I have, um, I've uh, struggled with my weight and my relationship with food for as long as I can remember. And I have um, 
weighed more than I do now. I have weighed less than I do now. Um, I've had weight loss surgery. I've tried diets. I've done all of these things, but it hadn't really fixed me and food. Like we still, I still struggled to understand um, who I was outside of what I was eating. And I didn't know how to sort of untangle those two things. It felt like somehow who I was, was tied up with what I was eating or what I wasn't eating. And I wasn't comfortable staying like that in that space. I wanted to live my life and I still wanted to eat food, but I didn't want them to, to mean the same thing. Yeah. So it was kind of wanting to untangle your worth and make it independent of how you ate or how you moved. Because as we've talked about before, food is not a moral issue. <clears throat> so coming into this journey before we started working together, you had heard of intuitive eating. You had kind of heard of this new and different thing that wasn't a diet or it's not necessarily new, but new mm -hmm. to you, but that wasn't a diet, that wasn't a meal plan, that wasn't calorie tracking. Were you skeptical of anything or maybe what did you fear coming into the journey? So I initially started looking for a nutritionist, but I have been given papers in the past. You go to the doctor, you go see a nutritionist and they give you a list of foods and eat this and don't eat that or eat two foods off of this list and one food off of this list. Um, so I knew I didn't want that anymore because it didn't work and I would be frustrated and it was very, very restrictive. And, um, and I kind of, um, you know, I, for somebody who diets, you come across just about everything in one way, shape or form. And the body positivity movement um, started to reveal things about intuitive eating that um, piqued my interest and thought that perhaps um, this might be the way out for me. But I kept continued to look at it through the lens of this is the way that I could eventually lose weight. Um, and so when I started intuitive eating, I panicked a little bit because I was like, I don't think I can lose weight like this. And then, but that, that ultimately became the point is that it's not about losing weight. And so when I let that go um, and I, the mind and my mindset and I literally on food so um I oh. it didn't take long for trust in the process that yeah. is intuitive eating yeah you you cut out a little bit here and there which is totally fine I can kind of go back and edit but um something that I, I did glean from that is when you had that realization of oh it's not just about <laughs> weight. Like my whole relationship with food isn't just about that one end goal that I'm told that I have to do or that I need to do by society. And I think when you started to untangle that for you, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you started having a more happy and easeful and a more pleasurable approach to food that wasn't so black and white, that wasn't so don't eat this and only eat this, but it really was something that better connected you with your body and your movement rather than yeah. something that was black and white in that way. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, the, the, the two are not tied together is a big deal that moving your body, which I love to do and the food that you eat, um, aren't tied together. Like I, I had already started to sort of believe that, but it wasn't until I started to untangle these food issues where I was, where I really began to own the idea that I move my body. I move it in ways that I enjoy it in ways that I love and in ways that I am able to do things that other people can't. So this is just my body and I have 
please. So untangled allowed me to um, find out more about myself. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And one other question that I have for you, because you're in this journey, you've been on it for seven months, and I know this question might be a little bit loaded because you have come a long way. You're still working to make the relationship with food and body the best that it can be. But so far on your six, seven months in this journey, what would you say is your favorite or the most valuable outcome for you that you have felt so far? Um, that's a lot. <laughs> that is a loaded a question. Loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there are li- things that seem little sometimes at the time. And then as they play out, like you realize how enormous that, that understanding was. Um, I know recently I shared, uh, um, something about like the diet industry doesn't own fruits and vegetables. And that was, that's a huge part. So if I had to look back, it's, and we've talked about drinking seltzer water or things like that, and how so many foods become associated with diet culture that you, you don't even know if you enjoy them as much as you think you do, or maybe you enjoy them more, but you have it tied to this other part of your life where you were restricting or you were uh, punishing yourself. So I ate something. So now I'm punished by eating carrot sticks or something. Um, so the ability to eat food good food, diet food, whatever, without giving it those name associations has been a really big deal to me that I can drink fizzy water, that I can eat a salad and not feel like it's because I should eat that. Um, and that I, I am entitled to those things just because I am as entitled as anyone else, not because I have to earn it or I have, I have, I've gone out and I've done these things. So now I can have this. No. So it's like a, it's like a true sense of food freedom. I think so often we think of food freedom, we think of eating the foods that the diet say we can't have or we shouldn't have. And almost we feel like when we're eating the air quote lower calorie or the air quote good foods, we feel like we're succumbing to the diet mentality, but that's not really true because all foods have, as we have discussed, have the ability to offer nourishment to our body. And I think it's so cool that you're at a point in your journey where you can say, hey, I can eat any food that I enjoy, whether it's something that used to be bad, whether it's a fruit, whether it's a vegetable. Like you said, the diet industry doesn't own those foods. You know what's best for nourishing your own body. You have the ability to decide that not anyone else. So the last question that I have for you, my friend, is who would you recommend this for? I know intuitive eating is a big buzzword. We hear a lot about it these days, but if someone is hearing your message, hearing the intuitive eating message, and they're a little bit skeptical, like maybe you were coming into this, what piece of advice would you offer them from your six, seven months in this journey so far? Um, I think that if you want to know yourself better, if you want to forgive yourself, if you want to love yourself on a deeper level, and we all, you know, we do things, we do, we do self-care, we go get a massage, we get a manicure, um, we treat ourselves to something. But if you want to take that kind of respect for yourself and love for yourself, To the intuitive eating journey, if food is something that you have struggled with in your relationship with food, if you think that somehow your relationship with food is, is holding you back or preventing you from accepting your true self, 
and finding your true self and exploring what that means without food attached to it. Um, it was very hard for me at the beginning to do that. I was attached to bad foods. And so um, that was the struggle. And I, I feel so much freer now. I feel so much more in connection with my body and what it, what it needs from me, but also what I can do for it. Mm-hmm. I love that. You're like, what do I do for my body? Because whether we know it or not, our bodies are always working as hard as they can for us. So instead of trying to fight it or restrict foods from it, I love the perspective shift you just gave of what can I better do to support my body and give it what it needs. And I have loved following your journey so far. Cannot wait to see you continue your progress and deepening your sense of self-love, deepening your sense of self-care and doing that while untangling the need to associate that with food or with movement because they do exist independently. So thank you so much for hopping on here, for sharing some bits and pieces of your journey. I have no doubt that other people who are listening will resonate with your story and hopefully find a little tidbit of information that they can take and apply to their own journey. But that's all I have. So we will talk soon, my friend. Hey podcast, me again coming back to say I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode and as I was listening back to the recording with Nicole for the second or third time because I've used this little um, clip in other areas but as I was listening back to it here, one thing that she said towards the beginning answering one of my very first questions really stood out to me so much so that I actually chose to write her quote down so I could read it back to you briefly here in case you missed it or in case you didn't fully wrap your brain around how awesome this quote is from her. So I'm going to read it to you now. She said, I felt like somehow who I was was tied up with what I was or what I wasn't eating. And I wasn't comfortable with staying like that. I wanted to live my life and I still wanted to eat food, but I didn't want them to mean the same thing. So again, if you didn't hear that the first time, I wanted to say it one more time to really let that sink in and talk just for a moment about how pervasive I see that idea to be, that our sense of worth, our sense of who we are as a human being, so often in this diet culture that we live in and that we swim in, gets so tied up in our food choices and how we choose or choose not to move our bodies in whatever diet, air quote, we prescribe to. But this isn't the way that it needs to be. It isn't the way that it has to be, of course. We as human beings, we have to eat and we have to move our bodies in some way, shape or form to just, you know, get through our daily activities of living. But our sense of worth and our sense of who we are and what we have to offer the world does not have to be totally wrapped up in how we eat or how we move, or how we don't move our body. So if you resonate with this statement, if you feel like where you are right now, and your current relationship with food, your body, or movement is kind of taking over your whole identity, or is taking over your life in a way that you don't have the energy, or the time, or the desire to think about other things or to do other things in your life that you care about or that would help to move your relationships or your career or your family life forward, then it might be time to just consider that a little red flag and say, hey, 
how might it feel if I try to expand my horizons a little bit and look towards a relationship with food and movement in my body that is based on nourishment and celebration and joy and ease rather than restriction and control and consuming all of my thoughts and mental energy. So... If you identify with this, if you feel like you're in that spot, and maybe you've looked into intuitive eating, you've been listening to the podcast, you've read the intuitive eating book, you follow Instagram accounts, I want to say you're on a really good path. You're off to a really great start by giving yourself the information that you might need to learn about this other way. But if you've been doing that for a while and you feel like there's kind of a gap between what you know and what you're doing, or there's a gap between the information that you have and how well you feel like you've been able to apply it and individualize it to fit your actual daily life, I want to encourage you to reach out to me one-on-one and apply for my one-on-one intuitive eating coaching program. Again, this is something that I offer for people who feel like they know, feel like they have read the information, but they don't really know how to make it a reality in their own life. They don't know how to individualize it, how to apply it. So if you're listening to this message and you feel a pull at your heart and you feel interested in wanting to learn more about how I work with individuals one-on-one, I encourage you to visit my website, which is clairetuning.com slash work with me, or you can go to the homepage and hit the work with me tab. That page will have a little bit of information on who this one-on-one approach is really awesome for and who it's a good fit for and maybe who it's not for. And it also has a video on there just telling a little bit more about what the program covers, some other words of advice from past and current clients of mine. And if after looking at that information and watching those videos, again, you feel that this is something that you want to explore and learn a little bit more about, I encourage you to fill out the application that also lives on that same page. Once you submit this application, I will be in contact with you as soon as possible so that we can set up a 30 to 45 minute window for a free strategy call. This call is just so that I can get to know more about you, your goals, learn a little bit about your relationship with food, and really add any value or tips or point you in a positive direction as well as I can. Now, if at the end of this call, we both feel that you are a good fit for the program, a good fit for how I help people one-on-one, I would be more than happy to offer you a spot because I do have a couple of openings here in fall of 2019. And if and when I offer you that spot, I would be more than happy to describe how the program works in detail and how you can get involved. So again, if you feel interested, if you want to take all this information and bridge the gap between knowledge and application or the knowing and the doing, as they say, please visit clairetuning.com slash work with me. And I cannot wait to connect with you and learn more about you. But until next week, next Wednesday to be exact, if you listen to the podcast in real time, I hope you have a wonderful, nourishing, joyful week, and we will talk soon. Yours truly, Claire.